It's Saturday, December 16th, and this is Simple Tech News. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, James Thomas, and this is Simple Tech News, the weekly podcast where we discuss the week's top tech news and stories, offer up our thoughts and opinions, and ask you to chime in on the conversation via Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Simple Tech News, and let us know what you're thinking using the hashtag Simple Tech News. Now, for the Northeast U.S., winter is no longer coming. Winter is here. It's cold. It's snowy. And of course, that means I'm sick. So I apologize for my voice cracking or just sounding gross, especially since, well, hopefully since, things sound a bit clearer because this is the first episode recorded on the new podcast setup. So let me know what you think. Does this sound better minus the whole sick voice? Let me know. But but some housekeeping things. 2017 is quickly wrapping up and I have big plans for Simple Tech News in 2018 new website, YouTube channel, new podcast schedule. All this means more content, more tech news, and hopefully some education and entertainment for you all. The focus in 2018 will be to provide quality and consistency. I know, I know we're gonna focus big on the consistency. I've been gone for a couple weeks, my apologies. Quality and consistency while expanding into new outlets, like I, like I mentioned, like YouTube, uh, Twitch, Instagram, etc. For all those who favorited the station on Anchor, thank you, thank you. For all those who have listened to the podcast on Anchor or anywhere else you listen to podcasts, thank you. Please stay tuned because 2018 will be a big year. And please feel free to share the podcast with friends, family, anyone you think would enjoy it. Also, follow us on Twitter to stay informed on all tech news throughout the week, but also on all changes and additions to Simple tech news but enough housekeeping we're done there today's show we have news from google disney new products from eve and apple some honorable mentions as normal but let's get to the elephant in the room and that's net neutrality the biggest story of the week is that on december 14th fcc chairman ajit pai led a vote to repeal the open internet order effectively killing net neutrality rules now to be clear i personally admit i'm not the most informed on net neutrality i'm not as informed as i should be i will be researching net neutrality this week so you can expect a full episode specifically on net neutrality soon but net neutrality essentially is internet freedom and passing those protections in 2015 were pretty straightforward but getting them back will require a lot more work lawsuits are already coming in tech companies are already sounding off about the killing of net neutrality. You got Netflix, Mozilla, Google, Twitter, all commenting on the 14th, basically voicing their disappointment, concern, and promising to fight to keep the internet free and open for all. Again, my knowledge on this topic, while okay, isn't up to the level or standards that I have for myself for Simple Tech News. So please keep an eye out for a full report on net neutrality in the coming days. But let's move on to Google. Google has acquired smart watchmaker WIM Labs, W-I-M-M Labs. WIM was one of the first smart watch companies back in 2011. Uh, the product was based on Android and while it didn't really make waves in the consumer market, it did garner the attention of Google. We now know that the companies entered an exclusive partnership in 2012 and Google has now obviously acquired WIM Labs. The team at WIM, according to GigaOM, 
is working on the Android team. And that makes sense, Android, Android Wear, smartwatch. But Wim Labs considers itself to be a wearable company. So smartwatches may not be the only thing that, that Google wants to release. But again, it does make sense. Google is probably looking to uh, you know, release a made by Google slash Pixel smartwatch to really help revive the slowly dying Android Wear market. But sticking with acquisitions, Disney has acquired 21st Century Fox's film and TV studios in a massive, massive deal worth $52 billion. That's billion with a B, folks. Now, there's a lot included in this deal. Disney gets the movie studio, uh, 20th Century Fox, the TV production arm, 20th Century Fox Television, Fox-owned cable networks, including FX and National Geographic, and stakes in international networks like Star TV and Sky. Also, and here's a big one, they gain majority control of Hulu. Yeah, but that's, that's not even all. There's a ton of intellectual property changing hands as well, including X-Men, uh, Fantastic Four, Deadpool, and the original Star Wars films. With Disney reportedly looking to release its own streaming service, all this gives them an even larger backlog of shows, TV series, and, and movies to pull from. Netflix will soon have some major competition, and and while it builds that competition, that, that Netflix competitor, Disney is a 60% majority stakeholder in Netflix's biggest competition, Hulu. I mean, these are huge moves by Disney, and, and when, when you really think about it, and when you really look at it, you realize how few companies control the majority of content and entertainment that you're exposed to. That's a different topic for a different day. Maybe a rant episode, you know, similar to the Pixelbook episode will be coming up soon. But nonetheless, Disney making some big, big moves definitely looks to be in the streaming world coming up soon. Uh, but moving on to new products, there's two. And let's talk, let's start with the team at Eve and their new product, the EV. Now you can think of Eve as the one plus of the PC market. They're crowdfunded and their product, the EV, was the first crowd crowd developed computer. Around a thousand people contributed to the design of the EV, which is a two-in-one, very similar to the Surface Pro. But this isn't some cheap knockoff. This is a very, very capable and impressive machine. It's got a top-notch build, fantastic display, comfortable keyboard, plenty of ports, all the things that make the EV a great choice for anyone in the market for two-in-one. Now, y'all know I love talking specs, so let's get into it. You're looking at, with the EV, your choice of a Intel Core M3 i5 or i7 processor, 8 or 16 gigs of RAM, 128, 256, or 512 gigs of PCIe SSD storage, a 48 watt hour battery, fingerprint sensor, quad speakers, headphone jack, two USB-A 3.0 ports, one USB 3 Type-C port, uh, one Thunderbolt 3 USB-C port, and a micro SDX card reader. Again, all the ports, all the great things you're looking for. You're looking at a two megapixel camera on the front, a five megapixel shooter on the back, and let's talk about that display. It's a 12.3 inch IGZO LCD with a 2880 by 1900 resolution and covers 100% of the RGB color space. 
it also has Surface Pro Pen support. Now, speaking of Surface Pro Pen, unlike the Surface Pro, the pen and the keyboard come included in the box. Yeah, that's a $260 savings right off the top. And that pen, specifically that pen is a Windows Ink certified Entrix stylus. It's not the same as a Surface Pro Pen, but it's pretty darn good. Let's get back to price though. The EV starts at $959, again with the keyboard and stylus included. There is a $1499 option, a $1599 option, which is the most recommended and most popular, and the most expensive option is $1999. But let's get back to that $1599 option. That's what interests me. The comparable option from Windows and the Surface team at that same spec configuration, a 7th gen i7, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 SSD, keyboard and pen. The Surface Pro is gonna run you $2,459. That's $860 more than the EV. And Eve thinks this is a pretty interesting savings too because on their website, they list all the things you can do for 860 bucks, uh, including 5.75 years of Netflix, seven years of Spotify, and 1,656 cans of soda. Interesting stuff. But seriously though, 860, that's a big savings. It doesn't mean that Eve is skimping on quality either. This is a quality machine receiving some really good reviews from the tech community. And trust me, if I get my hands on one, a full review will be coming. And hopefully, hopefully, Eve, if you happen to be listening, we'll have that review coming soon. But last and certainly not least, let's give some love for the Apple fans out there. The iMac Pro is now available and up for sale. But let's be clear, there won't be any talk of price savings or affordability with this one. Look, even though some configurations are you know, arguably, arguably not that far off from a DIY solution, the iMac Pro is expensive. There's no hiding that. It is a high quality machine from the team at Apple though, and it is meant for professionals, creative professionals, not your average Joe or Jane just looking to browse Facebook and watch the latest cooking videos from Tasty. No, even though I'm sure there will be thousands of people who buy it just for that, um, or just because it comes in space, space gray, which looks great in my opinion, this is meant for pros and, and prosumers, if you will. So let's look, let's look a little bit deeper um, but there's no way we're gonna get past that price point though. The entry level price starts at $4,999. So let's, that, let's just get that out of the way up front. It's a $5,000 machine, entry level. So for five grand, you're looking at an eight core Intel Xeon W processor paired with a Radeon Vega Pro 56 GPU, 32 gigs of DDR4 RAM, one terabyte of SSD storage, it includes the space gray keyboard and matching mouse or trackpad, whichever you prefer. And regardless of your configuration, the display is the same. It's a 27 inch 5K panel, 500 nits of brightness, a billion colors, and support for the T3 color range. Fantastic display, same one they use on the 5K IMAX currently. Great display, powerful, powerful specs. It, it definitely is a serious machine, but man, that price is $5,000 for entry level. But but if your uncle happens to be happens to be Scrooge McDuck, you can upgrade to the 10 core, 14 core or 18 core processor. If 32 gigs of RAM 
isn't enough, you can opt for 64, 120, or 128 gigs of RAM. And for storage, you can upgrade to a two terabyte or four terabyte SSD. Yeah, so uh, hope you Mr. Moneybags. Let's look at the most expensive configuration they possibly sell online, at least that I could find. This also isn't including AppleCare as I'm, as I'm scrolling through this now. Uh, everything's maxed out. Look at an 18 core Xeon. 128 gigs of store uh, of RAM, four terabytes SSD, Radeon Pro Vega 64 with 16 gigs of HBM2 memory, vase mount adapter, both the mouse and trackpad along with the keyboard, Logic Pro 10, Final Cut Pro 10 pre-installed. The total price is a whopping, whew, thirteen thousand nine hundred and twenty-six dollars and ninety-eight cents. I'll say that one more time: thirteen thousand. $926.98. Yeah, let's just say that's slightly out of my budget. And by slightly, I mean there's no way in hell that I'm buying one. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's not a great machine though. Early reviews for the iMac Pro are positive. Video creators uh, like MKBHD are applauding this thing over and over. I mean, the render times with Final Cut Pro alone are, sh are enough that I'm sure thousands of filmmakers will drop 5 to 13 grand on the thing just to go and save that time alone. But I won't be one of those people. Let's just be clear. It's extremely rare that I get my hands on one for an extended period of time. But if that happens, I promise to do a full review and be as critical as I possibly can because I could literally buy multiple cars for the same price as the maxed out iMac Pro. Multiple cars, not one, multiple. So yeah, this thing better be as good as Apple says it is. Honorable mentions for this week, T-Mobile is launching a TV service in 2018. Facebook is adding a snooze button that lets you mute your friends for 30 days. Google released YouTube VR for Steam and Nextbit, the company that was acquired by Razer, is ending customer support for the Nextbit Robin in February of 2018. But with that, that's it. Thank you. That is it for this episode of Simple Tech News. Thank you for keeping up and putting up with my voice here. Apple, Google, Eve, Disney, all making news in the tech world this week. And the FCC showed that it doesn't give a damn when it comes to internet freedom. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Simple Tech News and let us know, are you concerned about the end of net neutrality. What are your thoughts there? Would you be willing to give up Netflix uh, for a Disney-owned competitor? What about the EV? Interested in buying one? Or are you willing to sell a kidney and naming rights of your firstborn son to own a Mac Pro? An iMac Pro, excuse me. <laughs> Tweet at us. Let us know using the hashtag SimpleTechNews. But again, thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. Stay tuned because as I mentioned, 2018 is going to be a big year for Simple Tech News. Make sure to favorite the podcast on Acre. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. Be on the lookout for a YouTube channel, Instagram page coming soon. And again, follow us on Twitter at Simple Tech News to get updates on all the top tech stories throughout the week and changes happening here at Simple Tech News. Once again, I'm James Thomas. This is Simple Tech News. Have a great weekend. Stay warm, and we'll catch you all next Saturday. Take care.